people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Jamesy. Hello, weary traveler. Man, I, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah That's why am I right? You are putting some miles on. Oh man, and uh, I just ran into <clears throat> one of our uh, agents and it was just like, yeah, I'm exhausted. It is like every time I travel, the, the weather has been not wonderful in the road, so that just puts another level of uh, of stress to it. And uh, man, yeah, but it's good to be back. It's good to be back in the studio. Yeah, it's good to have you back, really. Well, I don't know if I'm fully back yet, mentally yet, but um, I mean, it's good. I'm tired. Like, I mean, I feel better. I'm a different kind of tired than I have been. Let's just, <laughs> let's, let's make sure we say that kind of a point. But no, yeah, it's just like the, between the jet lag and all the traveling and, uh, you know, I mean, it's just been, it's been a, it's been a haul. That's for sure. Maybe you just need some banana bread. I'm ready for banana bread, sun, beach, you know, you name yes. it. Stuff we have here in Casper all the time. Yeah. <laughs> We're not burdened right. with that. Yeah. Right. Oh, dude. Well, how has your week been, man? Week, is, week, week has been great. Uh, you know, we've always got challenges. Mm-hmm. Every single day we wake up, there's a new challenge waiting for us. I, I love, I love having the support system that we do in place mm-hmm. to where if we run into something, there's always plenty of input. I love having that. And it's just, it's so huge for us. Yeah. Well, what is, uh, what's the challenge you've overcome? You think let's just, let's just talk real stuff here. Hey, let's, let's talk about the real estate market. You know, mm-hmm. it's a really crazy market right yeah. now. It's a, yeah strong, strong seller's market. Mm-hmm. And we've got agents who are working with buyers who are competing with their offers. And the fact that you don't always have the right thing to say to a buyer who didn't prevail in a contract, mm-hmm. uh, but you can kind of pull the room and get some ideas on what to say there. Right. That has been great. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had a really good coffee and conundrum session this morning and we did, we scrimmaged a lot of that stuff out and gave some of these newer agents a lot of ideas, a lot of talking points for their buyers. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I got a compliment on you on that. Uh, you know, one of the, I know one of the challenges that you faced a long time ago was uh, some of the, the emotions of going through stuff and you're like, man, I'm not seeing the results or I'm not seeing the buy-in or I'm not seeing uh, the amount of people that I would like to have show up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, you know, coffee and conundrums has been, is awesome, man. And I walk into that room and, there is a dozen and a half people, man. It is so cool to see how many people are finding value. They're coming in early, right? They're not they're not coming yeah. in at a normal daytime. I mean, they're really coming in at an earlier hour. And uh, you've really grown it because you've been consistent yes. and you've brought value. So it's just awesome. No, that's a that's a great thing to have. And honestly, I don't I don't care what you call it in your business, if it's coffee and conundrums, if it's coffee with Josh or coffee with James, whatever it is, you need to have that time where it's just an open forum. We don't have an agenda. Yeah. We don't have anything that we need to do. We just say, hey, tell us what's going on in your world and let's talk about it. And right. that has been so awesome. I mean, y- you know this. Some some mornings we're coming in and we're just, it's real lighthearted and we're, we're joking about a lot of stuff. But some days people come and, and it's funny to me because 
you'll know when somebody has a conundrum that they want to share mm-hmm. because normally they're just normally engaged. First thing out of the shoot, they're like, I have one. Like, yeah. I have one. I, yeah. I want to talk about this. Yeah. You get it sorted out, and it is so great, so fulfilling on my part, too. Initially, I didn't, I wasn't getting the buy-in, yeah. but that consistency has made that work. Yeah, I think it's just a great lesson for everybody to learn from is that consistency will win in the end, you know? Yes. And, uh, and you've made some adjustments along the way, too, and we're going to talk about some of these things because we got through our first five of the 10 takeaways from this weekend's races and I want to dive into it, but I'll just, I'll do a real, real, really quick, really quick, really quick recap. Try to say that fast. Easy for you to say, man. Uh, All right. uh, Number one, if you remember was um, just make the first decision. Uh, You know, when you need to do something in your life, it's literally about making that first decision, put the date down, pencil it in, make the appointment, make the call, whatever it is, uh, buy the thing, whatever that is, just make the first decision so you can uh, start making some progress. Uh, the other one was to set the pace, but don't leave people behind. And we talked kind of really specifically on that. Uh, third one was some things are out of your control. And I would go as far as many things are out of your control. To, um, so control what you can control, control what you can. is such an important key takeaway that uh, I learned again this weekend and of course through the last couple of weeks in a process that I had to go through. Um, number four was the journey isn't going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. And I think that was just such a really great way to cap that up with this weekend of the, the pain and suffering that you're gonna going through. Yeah. And, and then, but the, the glory that kind of comes afterwards where it really truly is so worth it. Um, and then number five was prepare and adjust. So, you know, no matter what you're doing in your life across any of those aspects of your life that are so important that we talk about, it's always good. You need to be being prepared for things. You need to be prepared for things, but you also have to make adjustments. And I think it's so important that if you're not getting the results that you want, you have to look at those adjustments. You bet. All right. Number, uh, number, let's going to go right into number six. So doing hard stuff is hard. Gosh, that was such a great takeaway again uh, this weekend. Is that the races are not easy, and as much as you train for stuff in real, it's just real life. It's like the practical application for the things that you're training for, the things that you're preparing for. You have to realize that it's still hard, and it doesn't give you an excuse not to do it. It doesn't. It shouldn't dis- distract you from it. But doing hard things are hard. If if it wasn't hard, everybody would be doing it. And I think oftentimes we play down. excuse me, we play down too much what hard stuff is about and what it takes to be, to do that. So, yeah. So not only hard stuff in it physically hard, right? How about the mentally hard stuff? How about the hard conversations that we have to have? We talk about that. We've talked about this so much in, in this leadership podcast about, Hey man, if leadership was easy, everybody would be doing it. Right. Leadership is hard. Oh my goodness. It's hard. So yeah, you said a mouthful there with that because it really is. And you, if you enter with that mindset, you will weather the storm so much better than if you go in thinking, oh, this is a cakewalk. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, you know, one of the things I think that we fantasize that uh, these people that have been successful in their life is that it was such an easy ride. It was such an easy journey for them. And what you're seeing is the, the 10% of what actually helped them become successful. And what you're missing is the 90% of hell that they went through, determination, hard crap 
uh, is what it took to get to that point. I mean, very rarely do you have people that are just successful overnight. I mean, it's just, it happens every once in a while. We always hear the story, but majority of people have had to do some really hard, hard things in their life. They've had to make some really hard decisions in their life in order to become successful. So if that's where you're at, if that's the place that you're at, understand it's okay because doing hard things is hard. Yeah, that is so true. And I challenge you, challenge you to find those people who are successful that we that we look up to and just look at their journey. You know, they didn't start out there more often than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven is if you can win with your mindset, your body will follow. If you can win with your mindset, the body will follow. And it's, uh, you know, as I was going through those races, I've, been, I've done it before. So this is my fifth and sixth time. Those guys hadn't done it before. And it was that mental game that they had to overcome. Uh, they knew that their body uh, was relatively in shape. They hadn't experienced this type of uh, a discomfort before, mm-hmm. you know, and as much as they prepared, it just, it's something different. You just haven't, you haven't gone through it. So you just really don't know how your body's going to react. But I will say that like when the body wants to give out, it, it's the it's the mental fortitude, it's the intestinal fortitude that you hear coaches talk about is that when that kicks in, when your mind takes control, the body will go. And I just, uh, it's once again, it's just one of those takeaways of like when it comes to work, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to your health and vitality, the mind is so amazingly powerful. It can help you get to wherever you want to get. Even if you have physical limitations, even if you have other limitations that are outside of your control, the mind will help you go to where you need to go. Josh, how many times do we start into something and we're like, okay, I'm going to do this, but the whole time I'm going to talk myself out of right? doing this. Yeah. Good right. Point. Biggest biggest competitor out there is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if you enter into something going, all right, all right, I'm going to try it, but I don't think it's going to work. Man, that is you. That's, that's the mind defeating you, Mm -hmm. defeating the body. Most times my, my oldest son talked about this after he ran that triathlon. He said, it was way more mentally challenging than I ever thought it was going to be. He said, I thought it was going to be much more physical. He said, but it was my mind that I had to convince that we could do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, it's just so important to see that. It's important to understand that, that if you can control your mind, if you control your thoughts, if you can control how you speak to yourself and you know, it's, it's interesting because this has been a growth in my life, right? Um, I always had confidence in who I was and what I was capable of doing, but I guess I didn't understand truly the power of the mind. I didn't truly understand the power of the mindset. And if you don't have that under control, if you do not feed that with positivity, encouragement, all of those things, it's really hard to fight against yourself. And that's what you end up doing is fighting against yourself. How many times have you, have you woken up in the morning and gone, man, I'm just not ready for this day. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I think I got a tickle in my throat or Mm -hmm. my, my throat's kind of sore. By the time you roll out of bed, you have yourself convinced that you are sick, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas you and I were just talking about this earlier. Hey, I've got something going on. My throat's a little sore, but I'm not going to let this beat me. I'm, I'm, I'm not admitting that to this. And so many times we can overcome that mentally or we can just let it drag us down. And I think people do this in business, Josh. Yeah, all, all, all too often, all too often. You know, as I was, as I'm even thinking about exactly why I said that during the race, I mean, I remember specific times during the race, but I really remember the times and it was after, right? So we, we got done with the first day and um, afterwards, like your body starts to like go, okay, 
it's okay to feel pain now, right? Mm -hmm. And so you start to get that rigor mortis that sits in. The knee was starting to hurt. My IT band was starting to just kill me. I'd rolled my ankle, but it wasn't that much pain during uh, during the event. But afterwards, it really started to swell up and I was having challenges. And I'm like, and I'm already in my mind going, am I gonna be able to race the next day? And I'm like, no, I can't have that mindset. I'm like, no, I'm gonna race the next day. I'm like, I didn't come all the way down here for one stinking race, mm -hmm. you know? So I started to prepare myself mentally to say that I'm gonna be able to do it. Obviously I had some questioning in my in the back. I mean, because you have, you, if the if the body still can't go, it doesn't matter. I mean, there are some times where you're just like, okay, you just can't do it, right? Yeah. Uh, but I was, I was not gonna let my mind go there, yeah. right? My mind was gonna be like, I'm gonna prepare, I'm gonna take the ibuprofen, I'm gonna pray like a banshee on this and say, all right, God, you like you brought me down here, you allowed me to get down here. Do not take number, you know, number two race out of out of my life here. And you know, woke up the next day and it was sore, but it was once again the mental game. Like, okay, if I can just start. If I can just take that first step, I can get at least a rhythm going and I'm going to, I can, I can do this. I know I can. And it was, it was literally this step-by-step -step process of like just one more step. Okay. I have three more miles left. Okay. I got two more miles left. You know, don't stop. Like keep the momentum going. Right. And it was literally all mental. And here's the thing, because I'd been there before, because I'd had that mental, uh, those mental blocks before destroyed, like I knew that I could go there again. Right. Mm -hmm. I knew that I could, I knew what I, what I was capable of doing. Um, the first race that I, I did in Spartan was absolutely the, the hardest one I've ever done to this date. Still it wasn't even the longest run. It just was the most, it was the hardest one. Right. There was a, there's a lot of reasons that went behind that, but part of it was the fact that I just didn't have the mental fortitude honed like I do now to push through it. And I had to learn it during that race. And then every, every race after that, it's been amazing how fast I can get back to that. I can get back to that where my mental part is as you've done it before. You can do this. You can kick some ass. Just put your head down and go. Yeah. It's amazing how much familiarity will drive you on, right? right? You, hey, I've been here before. I can do this. Right. I, and once we, once we taste that success, it's a lot easier the second or third or sixth time around. Right. Yeah. And it, but it, and it goes back to that, you know, the one I just said, doing hard things is hard. Right. Yeah. I mean, so it's like when you are like, let's just say uh, you're working on one of your relationships. Let's say that your, your, your marriage is, is challenging right now. Right. It's hard. It's hard to stay committed. It's hard to stay positive. It's hard to pour into somebody that maybe not is not giving it back to you. Right. You have to be consistent. We talked about that, right? Con you know, coffee and conundrums. The reason why that was successful is the consistency of you being relentless to make that a priority in your life. And you're just going to show up every Wednesday at eight o'clock, right? Well, it's like that in your relationships. It's like, it's that in business. It's that in your health and vitality, right? It's you being consistent to the commitments that you want to make. And it's hard. But what it does is it teaches you that you're capable of doing hard things. Yeah. And that is a big part of success yeah. is doing those hard things over and over and doing them well. Yep. That's exactly right. All right. Number eight, uh, bruises and scars are temporary. The memories will last a lifetime. All right. And, you know, obviously that you can see where the bruises and scars can, uh, you know, impact on the physical part uh, of the race. And, you know, obviously everybody sees the external uh, scars. Um, about a year ago, I did a, a talk with an organization here. And, um, I really started, I, I, I hit, a, I hit on the internal scars. I really talked about like, you know, we all have internal scars. We all have internal bruises that nobody sees, 
right? And it's our job. Like what we have to do is still continue to push through those scars, push through those challenges that we, what we get from life. And if you can do that, if, in, in, if you can own that and who you are, um, it helps you as you tackle the future issues in your life, right? And don't use those scars as an excuse for you to react one way or the other way, right? And I just, I tell you what, I mean, it's just, I think it's so important for people to understand that to a certain point, like we're all broken at one, at, at one form or another, right? We've all had tragedy in our life. We've all had challenges in our life that we'd rather have not have gone through, right? But as you and I have talked about so many times, man, some of the best things that I can tell you that happened in my life were also one of the, some of the hardest things I've had to go through because I knew how much I grew from that, right? Those were the experiences. Those are the memories that I will always have. And I, I know that I've become the person I am today because of those specifically. Mm-hmm. And I hope people can take that and embrace that, that the bruises and the scars that you're getting on a daily basis, whether they're physical, whether that's they're, they're internal, it's the memories that you create during it that are so important to have and how you, how you allow that to be an impact in your life in a positive way. Yeah, some of the greatest lessons I've learned have been either one, the most costly, or yeah. two, they have stung the most, and it reminded me, all right, hey, I'm not going to do that again. But whether or not you grow from those things is the big determining factor of, of mm-hmm. whether it was beneficial, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was a blessing or a curse. Yeah, and we talk about that a lot. I mean, when we're talking to uh, the people that were, that are associated with us and on different, on our different businesses, we're constantly talking about like, what is the lesson that we can learn from this? What is the opportunity? How, how is this going to positively, positively inf- impact you in your life right now? Because we can always play the victim. And unfortunately we know that oftentimes most people want to play the victim and it doesn't serve you at all. Yeah. It doesn't serve you. No, it does not. And, uh, I, probably one of the greatest things that in, re- in regards to scars, one of the greatest things I ever heard was uh, it was this this gal who had survived breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the doctor told her, he says, you know, you're going to have this big, hideous scar. And she says, you know what? Scars are just like tattoos, but with better stories. Mm-hmm. And so you own those scars. Like right. make them a part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I had heard that, um, and don't quote me on this, but I know it's just without having any research, that when actually a scar heals, it's like 70 times stronger than the normal skin. Oh, that's great. I hope that's true. Right. I mean, it's pretty, no, it's real. I know it's something pretty significant, yeah. right? And um, so what it is, is it makes you stronger, you bet. right? When you embrace it, when you embrace that pain, when you embrace those uh, the, those uh, opportunities, we call them, to grow through those, like they make you stronger, they make you a better person. Unfor- and, and it's unfortunate that you have to go through pain to experience that, or you have to go through loss, or you have to go through tragedy, or you have to go through disappointment. But at the end of the day, it does make you a better person if you choose to. And it's so important to surround yourself with people that help you see that too. Oh yeah. All right. Number, uh, let's see where we're at here. Number nine, right? Uh, I love this one. When you're in a rut, you've got to mix it up. And, uh, you know, obviously you can get the metaphor of like when you're running the race, man, you can get yourself in a big rut, man. You're going to start falling a trail. You go off the weeds. Um, you have to like, you have to climb out of something or you have to go in a different direction. And so there, there's that, there's that mental physical part of being in a rut. Right. But it reminded me of so many things in our lives that we just get in a rut. You know, we get in a rut in our business and we're not growing. Right. We get in a rut in our marriage 
and we don't continue to grow in our marriage, right? Uh, we get in a rut in our health and, and vitality, right? Where we, we know that we need to lose the weight. We know we need to go to the gym, but we're just incapable of getting ourselves to that part of it. And I think it's so important, you guys. So when, when you get in that rut, when you identify that you get in the rut, you have got to mix it up. You've got to do something, right? You got to get out of it, get it out of that place. So I, there's those, there's this phrase called, you know, um, when you're ever in a rut, you uh, change the place and change the pace. Oh yeah, you bet. Because how many times do we get in that and we go, no, this is the path. This is this is where I need to be. But it's so hard and it's so mm-hmm. daunting. Sometimes all you have to do is pick up the pace a little bit or change direction, mm-hmm. and now you're out of that rut. Yeah. Yeah. And we, how many times have we done that? I mean, we do this for leadership. We do this for other things, uh, for other events too, where we change the place up. I mean, Kate and I talk about this too, where we have to like, well, in, in order for us to kind of get back to us, we have to change the place up. We have to change the routine up. Uh, we have to mix it up in order for us to get in a different environment so we can really start to have even better conversations because we'll kind of fall into the same things. And, and so we know that in order for us to continue to grow and progress as a couple, right, that we have to be intentional with it. And when we ever feel like we're in a rut, we definitely, that's what we do. We mix things up. We change the place. We change the pace. You know, Lou Holtz says that the only difference between a rut and a grave is the depth. Yeah. Right? I and I Thanks love that. that up, man. Yeah, that I, good. I love Lou Holtz. Uh, he's a good dude, man. Um, all right. Number 10 is uh, laughter is so healthy for you. Um, man, it's, you know, obviously we've talked how many, how many episodes have we talked about just kind of a challenging this year has been so far. All right? of them. Every one of them, right? <laughs> And, you know, one of the things that I know that I'm very guilty of is that I'm such a serious guy. I don't really take the time and just, um, I mean, I enjoy the moments, but I don't really just let go and, and I don't really laugh a lot. I mean, I'm just, first of all, I'm not a funny guy. Anytime I try to say a joke, it always freaking comes across as a lead balloon (laughs) and it's never good. And then the same, then somebody can say the exact same joke that I just said two seconds later and the entire room is erupting. I'm like... It's just not a gift I have, man. Like, I just, it's not me. Fair enough. You know, I, laughter, humor is a big, big part of who I am. You know yeah, that. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, I have to actually rein myself in a lot of times because I will, I will enter, introduce humor at the wrong times. Yeah. And I'm really working on that, just so you know. But, yeah. but it's fun. I, I enjoy it because, you know, and people around us, we were in, here's a funny story. We, we were in the, in the big conference room. We were, I was hosting a training. And I don't even know what the subject was, but we got on it. We were rolling with laughter in there. And you poked your head on in and you said, hey, what's going on in here? We're supposed to be working, yeah, right? Yeah. And it was just, it was so much, so much fun and so enjoyable that I hope that everybody went away with there going, you know what? That was, that was kind of fun. I'm going to do another one. Right. So I really think that's a big part of my life. However, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum from you. I'm having to rein it in a little bit because you have to have some seriousness at yeah. certain times. Yeah. We were... Uh, it was Sunday night and Jay and I had an opportunity to uh, just kind of get away and, and go down uh, around Scottsdale. And so, we, you know, it was awesome outside. So we went down and uh, kind of walked around there and we were able to go have uh, some uh, a couple drinks and, and just have just have a good time. Right. I mean, it was just fun. It was like it was just a good guys bonding time. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was it was awesome. There was a moment in the in, in the evening where we're we're texting uh, the wives and we have an upcoming trip together that we're going to go on. And 
something, Kate said something really freaking funny and I don't think she realized it. And it just went, I mean, it, the laughter abrupted for like the next half an hour <laughs> and it was so much, it was just fun. Like we were literally to that point where we were crying because we were laughing so hard. The stomach was starting to hurt, you know? And, and I have, I, I just, I told Kate when I was, when I came back, I'm like that moment, that half an hour that we were laughing hysterically, all of us, um, that that was the funnest time I've had in that, like a free spirited, just, you know, unabashed laughter kind of went to that place where just like the, 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 the weight of the world, the problems that we face, the first world problems, as I call yeah. them, you know, they just all disappeared, man. And it was fun to be in that moment. Right. And I, I know for a fact, we don't do that enough as a, as a culture. We don't sure. do that enough as people where we can just really, truly sit back, laugh at ourselves, laugh with each other, you know, have good, wholesome laughter, you know? Uh, I mean, it's just, it's so important to do that. And so it was, I just really, truly realized that was one of my takeaways. Like, man, um, I got to do that more in my life. Sure. And I'm going to say this, Kate is an absolute sleeper when it comes to funny stuff. Yes. I had no idea. I mean, you know, we've, we've always been about business when we're together. We had a road trip, you, Kate, Mandy, and I had a road trip back from yeah. Buffalo, and there wasn't a lot of business talk going on. We were just riffing, and Kate had some good stuff. Like, it had my sides hurting. Yeah. So definitely, definitely, more in your relationship, more in your professional life, but you bet those are some of our most memorable moments. I got to agree with you. Yeah, I would do, and I remember now, now you brought that up, but that was such a fun, uh, fun experience for us as well, too. Okay. I mean, once again, you just, it wasn't just about tackling all of the major issues and trying to solve all the world's problems. It was literally just trying to enjoy each other's company, mm-hmm. trying to just be present in the moment. And once again, I think that it is so important for us to remind ourselves to do that, especially when... You're, you know, this entire list that I'm talking about, like hard things are is hard, hard things are hard to do, right? Like when you're in the moment, when you're growing, when you're doing all of these things intentional in your life, the other thing that has to be intentional is the fact that you have to laugh. You have to laugh at yourself. You have to laugh in the moment. You have to laugh with others because those are the things you truly take away from it. That's why you work so freaking hard is so you can enjoy the people you're around and enjoy the things that you've created. For sure. So um, one of the things, you know, as I was, uh, as I was just kind of, I'm going to wrap all this up here. Um, I just, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to, I was trying to figure out like, how can I, how can I take all of those 10 moments, you know, and, and just kind of wrap it up in a phrase. And, uh, there's a couple of things that just came to my mind with all of this was that, um, you know, people, people often will stop when the price is too high. People, people often stop pursuing the dream, pursuing the relationship, pursuing the goal. Um, pursuing whatever it is that they've got in front of them when the price to get their price to do it becomes too high. And it was really interesting as I was once again, just kind of reflecting on this weekend is that when you do hard things, when you have hard conversations, um, when you, uh, make the first decision, when you prepare and adjust, when you, um, uh, when you have the right mindset, uh, when you get out of the rut and mix things up, all of those things help you pay a higher price so that you can see that success in your life. You know, you can't, you can't go to that part of success. You can't go to that part of accomplishment unless you go through all of those other things. It just doesn't happen that way. Right. Yeah. You don't go from zero to 10, you know, you go from zero to one to two to three to four to five back to three up yeah. to four to five, back to two, up to, you know, and it's just that roller coaster going back and forth. Eventually you get to that 10 and you're just like, okay, this was all worth it. 
you know, I, it was worth it. You know, of course, if you kept your priorities right, but like if you're, if you're trying to save your marriage, it's worth it in the end when you, when you pay the price to do all of the little things. Right. And I just want to encourage people that, um, you know, your threshold might not seem like it's very big right now, but if you stick with it, if you stay consistent, if you get into a rut and you mix it up, if you just make that first choice, right? If you prepare and adjust, if you do all of these things that I was talking about in these takeaways, you will find yourself on the other side of it and go, man, it was so worth it to do all of those hard things. You know, I, it's funny because before we even came into the podcast booth here, we were talking about that and paying dues, right? That's, that's how I like to refer to it. Uh And those are, those are the dues that you have to pay to be successful in anything you're doing. And at that point, Mentally, when you decide that those dues are too much for you to pay to yeah. be successful in a certain yeah. thing, you're going to give up on it. Yep. That is that is a poignant, yeah. poignant quote yep. right there. I love that. All right, buddy. Well, uh, that's that's those are my takeaways, man. Hope they, hope they help somebody. Good. So, yeah, you should get out there and run another one this weekend. You know, I've already got them signed up. Uh, oh. Almost, I should say. I've already got them agreed. We made the first decision. Uh, that they're going to run the beast. They're going to get the trifecta. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm stoked for them. That's about a 13.2 miler. And so it's double what they did. That's half a marathon. At, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's going to be, you know, it'll be in the mountains. So it'll be vertical. Like, so there's a lot of vertical climbing. And uh, I am just so stoked that, first of all, that overall, I'm really excited that they're going to feel that the trifecta. I mean, they're going to feel, they're going to get it done. They're going to accomplish it, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're going to have to change some things up in their routines and preparation and all stuff like that. Um, part of me is also really excited to see them go through the pain and hell that I had to go through. So that's like the, that's like the Josh me going, it's about time. These guys are going to really feel it. Like they're going to wake up the next day going, I can't move. I can't, that's a true friend right there. Yeah, exactly. But I'm going to be with them through the process. Right. So, uh, I'll be going through the pain and agony with them. I've just done it before. So, uh, but no, it's, it's going to be great. And we've, uh, we've recruited a couple more people to do it. So, um, you know, once again, it's just so much better. It just goes back to one of my examples. It's so much better to go through life with other people. And, uh, and you know, this, that this is something that's so important for us. You know, we, we want to, I mean, this is why we do the podcast, right? You we bet. want people upon, along this journey. We want them to experience the things that we've, we've experienced so that when they can go into life, they feel like they have other people that they've had to go through with, with life with too, you know? Yep. And so, um, you know, as I wrap it up, I just want to encourage you guys, like you, you are an influencer, you are a leader in your life and there's people that are always looking to you and what you're, what you should be doing. Right. And so, um, I would just encourage you make sure that first of all, you're setting the example, but, but also the thing is I would say is make sure like you're passing this on, who are you giving this to, who are you sharing this with? And then how are you having those conversations? Are you talking to people about it? You know, are you following up with them to say like, so what'd you take away? What did you implement in your life? What are you doing with the information you've had now? So yeah, cool. Share it up. Somebody needs to know this. All right, buddy. All right. You guys have an awesome day. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel.